I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What was her name again? The lady? What was her name? I wasn't even paying attention to her name. Her name was uh, Sheila Kaplan. That was my mom. That's what I I was going to say. I was just going to say. I mean, is she related to you? Right. That may have been my mom who was like, Stop picking on my son. I mean, Might have been my love mom. love of God, lady. I, I was going to say, maybe it was Rachel, but Rachel probably enjoys it. No, I think Rachel would enjoy it for sure. Rachel yeah, joins in. Me. She she started to jump on it too now. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, contagious. It didn't sound right, did it? But, but, but does it bother you, Cap? Are you okay with it or does it really bother you? Oh, my let God. Me, like, are we really having this conversation? Like, this yeah. is a real thing? Like, I mean, are we serious with this? Let me tell you where I got really hurt yesterday. Let me tell you where my feelings. The robe? No, not the robe. Because you know what, George? You're punished now, okay? Oh, okay. Go to your room. No dinner for you, okay? You're punished. No robe. In fact, you want to know something, George? Mm -hmm. I've had thousands, not hundreds, thousands of listeners Mm -hmm. who've said, if Sedano doesn't want the robe, I'll take Sedano's robe. Great. They can have it. So guess what? No robe for you. Great. That, that's all. You get no Give rope. Give them all away to somebody else. I'm more than happy to ha- pass them along to someone that will actually use it. Okay, no rope for you. However, yeah. if you guys want to know the truth, mm-hmm. where my feelings were devastated yesterday and mm-hmm. I was hurt yesterday, and I'm mm-hmm. putting this one directly on Lindsay. Oh. Oh, Lindsay, Uh-oh. get ready. Well, get ready. I do. You re- oh, let me tell you what you did. You challenged me yesterday, girlfriend. Let's see you get out there and run two miles in 21 minutes. And I thought to myself, hey, 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 you're talking to, well, just as I said that, I almost turned into Ric Flair yeah, just you, for a second You there. actually asked me if I was, if, do, am I a clown? Do I amuse you? Just like yeah, they do in. Right. Well, I'm here to amuse you. Hendry, she's a big girl. She knows what she said. I was like, yo, you're talking to a Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, Jet flying, well, I'm not really Ric Flair. You're talking to a former world-class endurance athlete here, Lindsay, baseball. Do you know this? Uh, Yeah. I mean, my, more or less, I just wanted you to do it for the bit, you know? Yeah, just I saying. know, but it just it just sounded bad. I was like, eh, I got to get warmed up. I got to stretch out. You know, I like my Peloton. Do also, I really need to get out and run two miles in 21 minutes? You lost a little bit of credibility with everybody do the whole push-ups thing. No credibility lost little, by that. No, I don't, I don't know. Think so. Am I wrong about that? Push up. I mean, you talked a huge game that you were going to be able to blast through fifty, and you came up short. I believe at forty three or forty four, and then I also came up short, but I didn't say I could do fifty. But I, I got to like forty nine. Um, so yeah. well, I just was thought that. I could pound out fifty push ups, no problem. Now I didn't train for it. I don't do push-ups daily. I just have a tremendous amount of confidence, which gets me back to where Lindsay really decided to take a shot to the heart yesterday. I'm like, come on, Linz, really? Two miles in 21 minutes and get out there and do it? Uh, come on, tough guy, get out there. Let's see what you got. Of all things that were said to you yesterday, that's the one that, now, that stuck th- with you. Huh? That should give the listener, whoever my mom is out there who wrote that email, that should give you an idea of how things just sort of, fly off the back you see what i'm saying 
just uh, these things, th- these arrows that are thrown my way. I'm a strong guy. Big, strong guy can do 43 push-ups. Okay? I can handle this. I got this. <laughs> um, and, and, and you didn't. And it's fine. And listen, it's part of the charm of how ridiculous you are. I think that that's part of the charm. Here's the thing. Let me just explain something to people. Okay? Because there, I, I think, look, honestly, I would say a good portion of the audience gets the joke, right? Like, they get it. They get the joke on this show. They get the joke on Mason and Ireland. Um, you know, they get the show on Tra- the joke on Travis and Sliwa. Every show's got a little different variation of the joke, okay? Much like the morning show previously had a bit of a different, you know, tone and joke to it. Same like when uh, before Cap was here and it was me and LZ or when Marcellus and Max were together, right? Every show's kind of got their own thing, their own little joke, inside joke. And here's the deal. If you don't get it, cool. <laughs> like, seriously, it's fine. Like, it's totally fine. No one is here for that lovely lady who loves the rest of the station. God bless you. Love the rest of the station. I'm not going to change what we do here. Cap is not going to change what we do here. Lindsay and Laura are not going to change what we do here. We come here to have fun every day. We come here to laugh at each other, mostly, um, and at each other's expense, definitely. So, if you don't like that sense of humor, God bless you. There's a million other options for you. That's it. It's I'm not going to sit here and justify how we do a show every day. Like, it's just stupid. You know, but maybe we should do like a good cop, bad cop thing. You know what I mean? Like, where you just bad copped it. Like, I don't care what you think, lady. And then I come in and I good cop it. I'm like, lady, we do actually care what you think. No, we don't. But you don't. You're not even being sincere. Well, you know, it's funny. We had I had a similar situation not that long ago. George, you know, I've been in the horse racing industry for a really long time, you know? Yes. And um, part of my investor group, I have some very nice little old ladies. I know that sounds, I don't mean to sound mean, but I mean, I've got some, I mean, they're little and they're old and they're ladies. And so this past year, they um, after the Del Mar racing season was over, they sent an email to me and my business partner. And they were like, we're not very happy with the results because we only won like one race all summer. And we're like, yeah, we're not happy with the results either. My partner, he sends an email to this lady and he's like, you know what? Get out. It's like, don't join ever again. Me, I come back good cop. I'm like, hey, we love you. We think you're wonderful. We think it's so great to have you part of our group. Please, you know, just we want to win too. We weren't happy either. And then what happens is this little old lady, she winds up sending back an email saying, Okay, I'm glad you care. Thank you so much. That's all I wanted to know. So to the lady that sent the email today, we care. We love you. We like having you part of the show. Lighten up, lady. It's okay. No, no, I don't. I don't care. Lady, oh, you can go. Okay. I See, mean, good fine. cop, bad cop. There you no, go. I don't, I don't care. No, lady, George doesn't care, lady. I don't. I George don't care. doesn't care. Yeah. Plus, you Sorry. cannot tag George on any Instagram messages, but you can tag me should you need me. So, yeah. lady, talk to me. I, I don't care. We're not the changing way, the show. If like, this lady we, wants a robe, I'll if, get her. Look, I'll give her you, Lindsay's robe because Lindsay doesn't look, want one either. Hey, you can have mine. You can either get it or you don't get it. That's it. Like you get the joke or you don't get the joke. Dang, I'm giving it, this lady Laura's robe. Yeah, giving okay. her a Sedona when and I was cap a kid and, and and I was acting like an idiot. My grandmother would just say, "Yeah, okay." So what I say to that lady? Yeah, okay. Enough. Basta. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Yeah. <laughs>
Seriously, dude. Like, what are we talking about here? We have wasted five minutes of this show talking about nonsense. Uh, not that right. we don't always talk. Not that we don't talk nonsense every that's day. Anyway. All right. It's Friday um, Speaking of which, man. somebody is saying that you can't. This guy, this Joe Cha guy, who's all over you, yeah. um, says well, that you got to prove it to run a full marathon now. Well, well, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, let me tell you something, pal. Go on YouTube, okay? Type in Scott Kaplan Iron Man okay. and watch me finish the Iron Man in Hawaii, the greatest endurance race on the planet. It the is. most difficult one to get into. Go mm -hmm. watch me swim my two miles plus. Go watch me do my bike 112 miles. Go watch me do my marathon. And then go watch as I cross that finish line in Kona, Hawaii. So, Joe Cha, I know, sir, that you have offered to pace me in our half marathon. I'm starting to wrap my mind around it, Joe. Like, I want to do this. I want to get myself back into running shape. I want to see if I can test my body now that it's 50-plus years old. So now, Joe Cha, now, now, Scott. Take a look. Yes, sir. Now, Scott, yes. I, I did look it up, actually. Yeah. Okay? It's the 2010 uh, Kona Ironman That's finish. right. It's a few years ago. But here's the thing, George. Yes. You train for a year. Yeah. You brag for a lifetime. Okay. See, I see you. You threw up your hands. You're screaming. You're in great shape in here. You got the little biker shorts on, you tight, know? Tight biker shorts. You're throwing stuff into the crowd. Yeah. You're screaming. Yeah. You're going nuts. Then watch. Yeah. You'll, you'll see yeah. what happens. Uh, my parents are yeah. not too far away. Yeah, you're hugging mom and dad. Um, yeah, mom and who dad. Who sent that email? Yep. Yeah. Right, right. There's my mom. <laughs> the, the person who There's sent Sheila. The email. She just sent the email a little while ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's yeah. pointing for you to go in a certain direction. She go, go with your family. They're backstage. Go be with your family. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, now Joe this was Cha. was this also while you were with your uh, your first wife who had the tattoo of all the butterflies that's now since become a blob. Correct. And yeah. um, what happened yeah. that night was, um, <laughs> I wanted my family to be at this finish line, George, so yeah. badly. I wanted right. my son to be at that I finish line, and my mm -hmm. kids were kind of young. And I came through that finish line. I was like, where the hell is everybody? And they were back by some pool at some hotel. And one of the kids was sleeping. One of the kids was having a diaper changed at the time. You know, it's just one of the kids was eating a cheeseburger. I'm like, I just finished the freaking Iron Man. Where were you people? So, yeah, Joe Cha, go check that out. YouTube, Scott Kaplan, Iron Man. Go check me out, dog. Um, See, that's okay. why I was hurt, Lindsay. Of all the terrible things that were said yesterday, the only thing that bothered me, the only thing that bothered me was, you think I can't run two miles in 21 minutes? Well, now I know what to say when I really, really want to make a, a dig at you. Right. You just challenge Question me. Question your mile time. Right. You challenge me to some sort of endurance competition of some sort, you know? And then I just rely on something that happened 11 years ago. I George, mean... When, when are you going to do an Ironman, George? I'm not doing an Iron Man. Come on, crazy. do a half an Iron Man. No. I've no. done many of those. Those are great. Why do I got to you see you're the like see I I think the difference between you and me is that I know what the limitations are. Like there are things that I know I can do and do it with the best of them. But there are other things that I know my limitations for. Yeah, and you, see, you never know your limitations for you, anything. This is, correct. again, part of the charm. You are Part correct. of the charm is that you are, at, at times, and I say this lovingly, a complete buffoon. No, 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 no. Not complete buffoon. You see, you're all wrong there. You see, you just nailed it. You said, you know your limitations, and see, I don't see limitations. Right. I think to myself, as long as I put in the work, and yeah. as long as I commit the mental energy to it, 
There's nothing I can. How'd that do. mental energy work when you couldn't do 50 push-ups the other day? Well, that wasn't really mental energy. That was just a matter of, hey, if I wanted to put in the time to, what did I say? I said by next year's golf tournament, I'll do 100. Right? Did I not yeah. say that? I how how many have you done I today? I haven't done any yet today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start working on that like a week or so before the <laughs> tournament is what I'm going to do. But, see, in all seriousness, no joke, okay, some people say, hey, I can't do that. You know, I look at most things and I think to myself, Okay, what? what is it that you think you can't do? Well, give me I mean, some examples. I mean, you, you, I mean, clearly you think you can dance. We all know that's not well, that's, that's inaccurate. That is clearly something that I'm great at. Also thinks he can like beatbox slash imitate uh, beats of songs. Right. Also thinks he can sing Creed. I no, I I'm very much a good Creed singer. You know this. Well, admit it. Come can, on, Lindsay. Thinks admit he can uh, impersonate Michael Jackson. <laughs> Shum on. Right. I mean, these are all. You guys are nailing me today to all the things I'm great at. Hey, I think everybody agrees. See, that's good. I don't know, Laura. I don't know. You got that buzzer, girl. I think it should be at the bell. Bing. Yes, you're right. Ding, ticket, ticket, do Bing. He's good at singing, good at dancing. Yeah. Brother thinks he can do it all. Yeah. I mean, you do think you can do it all. I, I, I applaud you for the the confidence thank i you. would call it yes thank you confidence thank you um however mm. i i i enjoy it more because it does become buffoonery when it, you don't cut when you come up short in these situations yeah like i mean for example i don't think i can play in the nba however i mean i'm shocked really yeah. no, no, you don't, I don't think th you can play in the nba i don't however when i was younger had i put in the same amount of time effort and energy that oh, i put into on. playing football into basketball i'd have been steve nash you don't think so? No. Coach? <laughs> Come on, coach. No. No. no, I don't think you'd be Steve Nash. No. No. I mean, the only time I've seen you with like some modicum of 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 humbleness, uh, if that's even a word, is when you had to do the kick, like the field goal at SoFi. Yeah. And as we got closer, you got more and more um sheepish about trying to do this <laughs> you know why because i was bound to get hurt i know yeah. why because he knew his kid was going to outstage him and oh he, he definitely sure. knew his kid oh, was going to outstage my, my him well, but you knew him. that from the get-go yes. yeah my son was going to yeah. kill me yeah yes. for sure yeah and, and he did yep he i mean of me. course he's a lot younger he's active yeah you know right oh i knew i was getting destroyed that day right but that see that's the only time and i you know because again that is something see that was something i thought you should be confident in mm. yeah that was that was not a good day for me George. i mean you I did it for that. a living for god's sake <laughs> i know but it was 25 30 years ago okay well hence now the iron man also 12 years ago <laughs> i can do the iron man again though i i can do the iron man again it's just what it requires is it requires the right motivation right and we told you how long how long did we tell you before you could kick a field goal again include c considering you were a college kicker and kicked on nfl teams mm -hmm. yeah, how, how long did we give you to try to kick those field goals yeah i had plenty of time i, I could have warmed up stretched out changed my shoes i could have done all i could have practiced that would have been a nice idea hey right practice. but you didn't no zero. that's the thing you you're gonna you're gonna wing this you're gonna yep. try to wing this like yep. i know you yeah oh you're right you're right i did try and wing it seat in my pants you know yeah. Right. Let's no go to Lawrence real quick, who is got a cool story 
uh, about the Iron Man, and it just seems like an incredible story in general. Hello, Lawrence. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. I did my first Iron Man 40 years ago. 40? That's awesome. 40 years ago? And 40 years ago. Wow. And I plan on doing it uh, this year in honor of my dad and also uh, being my 40, uh, first uh, anniversary of my cancer uh, diagnosis. Wow. Congratulations. Well, How well, old congratulations are you, on all of that, yeah. uh, specifically the latter portion of it, which is yeah. more important. How old are you, Lawrence? I just turned 51. And you did it 40 years ago? Yeah. You did an Ironman at 11 years old? Yes, I did. I did with uh, with my dad. Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing ever, man. Oh, that's so cool. Which Ironman did you and, do? Uh, I did uh, in Hawaii and Kona. Uh-huh. Oh, man. You did the full Ironman at 11 years got- old? Yeah, I have a challenge for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing this for uh, cancer research. Every step that I take of the Ironman will raise money for cancer research. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you want to do uh, if you want to do the challenge with me, and we could uh, raise uh, funds for helping cancer research. There you go, Cap. Hard well, to say no to that. I, I, no, no, hold on. I would love to help you. Okay. But I right now, and you know this, okay, doing an Ironman is a monster commitment. It's like, George, I'm not joking around here. It's a six to seven hour a day commitment, Yeah, you know. Um, so I'm not quite there, Lawrence, but I'd love to help you in terms of fundraising and promotion and awareness and support. You can count on it, man. But uh, as far as me partnering up with you, I got to find my own motivation, brother. You understand? Yeah, I, I understand that completely. Well, Lawrence, we will uh, let, let's put you on hold. Let's get your info so we can try to help you out in some way, shape, or form. Okay? No problem, guys. And if there's anything I could do to help you guys, holler. Dude, well, thank you, Lawrence. That, appreciate man. it. Thank you yeah, for listening. Glad you're healthy, and, brother. And, and we're we're happy to try to help you here. Yeah. Uh, he, our buddy David Kent, who is a, uh, a salesperson here. Hello, David. Yeah, who is? Uh, yeah, he's British. Um, he's got a great accent. Yeah. Um, I wish I had that accent. I got to be honest with you. Um, you've known him forever. Yeah. Um, he says your motto should be the older I get, the better I was. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah, now this is a Christmas song right here. I'm surprised you haven't tried to sing yet, Kaplan. This is, um, Chris was saying wham, right? Yeah. Duh. So, so George Michael and the other guy, wait, don't tell me, but like Andrew something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Andrew, the other guy. I don't remember his name. It's a good Ridgely. time to Google. Andrew Ridgely? Mm-hmm. I'd imagine he's probably used to that, being George Michael and the other guy. Yeah. I wonder if he could go out and tour right now as Wham, although we don't have George Michael, it's just me, and we're like, but who are you? And he's like, I'm the guy that was with George Michael, and you're like, but did you ever do anything? Because, like, at least with Hall & Oates... Oates was like a really good harmonizing, backup, band-leading sort of a guy. What did Andrew Ridgely ever do with Wham? 
which is why George Michael was like, look, I got to get rid of you, man. I'm going out and doing my own thing. He's saying background on Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Wake me up before you go-go because I'm not planning on going solo. Uh. The, uh, and that, why did you throw in the uh in there? They don't do an uh in that the song. The uh is insufferable. That's where and I it is. It is it. insufferable on top. Of That's where I did. Hey, stop it, or my mom's gonna send another email. Stop it. Yeah. You got a yeah. careless whisper uh in there too. Careless whisper. Uh. That's a good song though. Yeah, don't mess it is with a that good one. song. It's a great That's video too. That's a good too. song right there. Yeah. Um, by the way, that song you were just uh, singing, the "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go," they were also wearing the biker shorts that you were wearing at uh, at the Iron Man Kona. Yeah, those are uh, those are a comfy look, right there. Is what those are. Mm-hmm. I wore some this morning on my Peloton. I wear biker shorts. They're like in again. They are really. Oh yeah, yeah. I wear them. They're like baggy baggy t shirt or like tank top and biker shorts. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things in again. I mean, years ago the uh, the fanny pack came back into style. Not yep. that oh I my wear God. I bought one. This is yeah. so funny you guys I are saying this. This is so funny you guys are telling me this, though, because my 19-year-old daughter has been wearing biker shorts with baggy sweatshirts and a fanny pack, and I'm looking at her going, what are you dressed for, the 80s? And now you're telling me that this is actually all back in. I feel yeah. like a dope. No, no, it's in. You, you rock a baggy T-shirt, like Lindsay says, with some nice fresh kicks, and you're good to go. A lot of the things that I wore in elementary school and middle school are in again. And it's just, you know, it's it's weird. The tie-dye thing was in. Well, I like Hmm. tie-dye. I make some tie-dye. Yeah, I'd have to make my own tie-dye, I think. Sedano, you rock some tie-dye. My kid makes her own tie-dye. Yeah. Hmm. My seven-year-old knows how to make tie-dye. That's cool. I like making my own tie-dye. I'd rather make my own than buy one for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's a waste of money, to be honest with you. Um, Speaking of which... Mm-hmm. making your own situation or making you know the best out of a situation and making something. Can the Lakers make any inroads today? They Can they to. do it? Because today's the day, right? right? You're facing the city rival. You're facing the little brother, right? LeBron is back. I mean, I'm assuming Paul George is going to play. But this is the day, right? Like, if you're going to show people um, – if you are back, if they're gonna, you're gonna show people, hey, we're headed in the right direction. That that Sacramento game, we, you know, we should have had that. This that was the jumping off point. You know, unfortunately, not the Detroit game that Frank Vogel mentioned, but close enough. The that this is the opportunity to project yourself into the conversation, not just be a team that we're looking at sideways, saying ah, they're underachievers, blah blah blah. This is an opportunity. I think, you know, I know most of my brethren won't believe that in the media, Scott, but I believe that if they win today and win convincingly, I will feel a lot better about this Lakers team today. Yeah, but I'm with you. I don't think that this win, or let's assume it's a win for the Lakers, I don't think if the Lakers win tonight against the Clippers that that will make the national uh, media say, well, you know what, look at the Lakers, that's a really good solid win. In fact, I think the opposite will happen, which is they'll say, yeah, it's a good win, but there's no Kawhi, and so that's not really the Clippers, that's the kawhi list. Oh, I mean, Clippers. it's not, but for this Lakers team who hasn't really beaten a lot of good, I mean, they've beaten one good team this year, let's be real. You're talking about when they beat Miami? Right, and even that game was marred a little bit because there was injuries there. But right. it's still a good win. I mean, yeah. we said it at the time, and I, and I stand by it. Yeah, but I agree with you. My, my The point is is that while the Lakers should win this game, LeBron is back, the Clippers don't have Kawhi, 
The Clippers have been struggling recently. They've lost their last three. I want to say it's like seven of their last ten. They're a 500 ball club. That's who they are. Here come the Lakers. Here comes LeBron. You got to win this game. Because if you don't win this game, I would think Laker fans would start to get very seriously concerned about who the Lakers are with LeBron. Well, I, I would. Well, I don't. I mean, I just think we'd be concerned about the fact that these three guys aren't gelling the way that you would expect them to, right? Like, I think that's part of the equation. And if, I mean, Laura, look, you are the biggest Laker fan on this show. This is a game. I know how much you dislike the Clippers. Okay, like I know it. You always joke about the selfies or whatever in the. I don't uh, joke. It's facts. <laughs> in, in the rafters or whatever when they cover up the Lakers banners, but you, there's no way you don't want them to win this game today. They better win this game today. They have to win this game. I agree. Have to. It's not even right. a ounce of doubt that they have to win this game. It's not going to be easy, though. Um, I don't think it's ever going to be easy because these two teams obviously match up fairly well against each other. But here's the thing, and I know you hate when I say this, Scott, but this is on AD tonight in a big way. Mm. They don't have a matchup for Anthony Davis. This team, even if Kawhi were there, they don't have a matchup for Anthony Davis. Well, so this is this has to be the Anthony Davis game, and it's why I jumped on Mason in Ireland today when Mason was trying to make the or Ireland, excuse me, Ireland was trying to make the case that like you know AD is in the same category as Giannis. Not right now, not this season. Well, I don't think he's in the same category with Giannis anyway because Giannis has led a team to a championship. AD has been a part of LeBron's team when having won a championship. He's never by himself been the leader, the number one, and led a team to a title. He's been a number two. So Giannis is a number one. And just, again, you remember last year, most of us thought Giannis probably was done in the playoffs when he fell and hurt his knee, and we were like, what's going on right? now? We and were on he, the air when it happened. Right, yep. and he wound up coming back and you know, outperforming everybody else. So look, I would love to see Anthony Davis do exactly what he said the other night. I'm going to start being a vocal leader, whether it's in the locker room, on the floor, press conferences, wherever. I'm going to start being a vocal leader. Well, you know what? Lead with some points, lead with some boards, lead with your performance, and then... Go say whatever it is you want to say, but win this game tonight. And, George, I have to be selfish about it, as you know. If the Lakers win, I'm alive to win this bet for the bottle of Camus. If the Lakers lose, it's over. You are declared the victor. Yes. By the way, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. Speaking of leadership, who's going to lead the Rams moving forward? I mean, this game this weekend should be you know, a speed bump in the road to recovery, but do they have the representative leadership speaking of leadership we'll get to that on the other side here on 710 espn back in four minutes this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, man, such a good song. I see that Christopher chose violence today against Steve Mason at uh, 433 in the afternoon. (laughs) I thought that was banned. Man. Man, why did you choose violence? Everybody's feeling frisky at this radio station. I don't know what it is. It's the holidays. You know what it is? It's it's senioritis. Yeah. You know? You're you're getting there. We're we're, right. we're getting to the end of the year, right. you know? Friday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there's that, no. you know. No. By the way, Santa Slee, I, you know, you know me, I've got sources, right? I told you the last couple of days that, you know, when it came to USC, I said the Pac-12 could be getting easier because there could be a change at head coach at Oregon. Now there's a lot of other people reporting that after I told you that days ago. Um, but I've heard, I have sources on uh, Santa Slee. So here's the deal. Now, it used to be Santa Key for many years here at this station, Mm -hmm. but obviously Key is not here every day because he's not in L.A. all the time. Uh, He is in L.A. plenty, but not all the time. So they decided, you know, because it makes sense, you go Santa Key to Santa Slee, right? Now, I I have it on good authority that some of the management around here wanted to, it to be related to Mason in Ireland, okay? And that was shot down because they felt that Santa Slee made more sense. And then I heard, separate of that, that Santa Slee wasn't even so happy to be Santa Slee. Now, we got to find that out before the show is over today. I know that Slee was on after us for Lakers pregame. So I think we need to do a Sedano and Cap deep dive here on this whole uh, Santa issue that Wait, we have here going on at the station. You're saying that Mason and Ireland, they 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 completely moved to the side and passed up a chance to no, be No, 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 no. I was told that management was debating who should take over the Santa role without Santa Key, and there were some people in management that felt that it should be some variation of Mason or Ireland or both, um, and they were overruled by you know the management that felt it should be Santa Sleet. Ah, So, and and look, the alliteration is there. Santa Key to Santa Slee. It makes sense. I get it. Uh, But then I also heard separate of that, that Santa Slee also not so happy to be Santa Slee. Wow. Man, if they would have given me that opportunity, I'd have taken that all day long. Oh, of course you would have. Yes. Well, you know, here's the thing, you know, because I got confidence that I could be a good Santa. But it was tough being Jewish when you were a little kid, you know, because, you know, you'd go to the mall with your mom and Santa would be there in the middle of the mall. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kids would be waiting in line to take a picture with Santa. Right. Yeah. You know, and then I would go, I go, all right, whatever, I'll go. And then I'd take the picture and Santa would go, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. What's your name, little boy? And I'd say, my name's Scott. What, what's up, Santa? And he'd say, well, what do you want from Christmas? I'd be like, yo, man, I'm Jewish. Come on, let's go. Take the picture. Let's move on. Let's do a beautiful thing. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so if I had the opportunity to be Santa Cap, I would do that. Yeah. Okay. Why would Slee not want to be Santa? I mean, that's just what I've heard. Those are my what my sources have said. And listen, I feel like I got pretty good sources around here, okay? I feel like Mace would be a really good Santa. I mean, just he's, he's already got the start with the hair color. Yeah. You, know? you could throw yeah. on a beard on him. 
And I think I think Mace would be a great Santa. Yeah, I wonder if Mace would have liked to have been Santa Mace. Hmm. I think Cap yeah. would be a good Santa Cap, but you know, I guess it doesn't really work. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying we will get to the bottom of this with Sliwa down the road when uh, when Sliwa. We make sure Laura and Lindsay that Sliwa comes on on the last segment after Radio Tinder today. Okay. That we need to get to the bottom of this, all right? I need to know, and I don't want to get a no comment from him, okay? That's not how this works, all right? <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined? I mean, what's yes. he going to do? He's not going to talk to us? Yeah, yeah. So, real quick, uh, we were talking about leadership with the Lakers, and um, before we move on, uh, Stephen A. was, and you and I have talked about this, so Stephen A. was just on Countdown now, says the Lakers keep this up, basically playing this 500-ish type ball. He doesn't believe that, um, that Frank Vogel will be the coach past the All-Star break. Now, look, we had Chris Mannix on because he wrote a story about don't blame Frank Vogel, which is something you and I have professed here for a long time um, because it's not his fault. I mean, he's not anywhere near the top, in my opinion or your opinion, uh, where to blame uh, here for this particular season. However, when those stories start to come out, Cap, you and I have been around this a long time, okay? Mm -hmm. When those stories come out, like, correct, like something's up, right? So... Now, Stephen A. is saying it, and there's more to that now, I think. So, I, 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 and I will stand by this, and I'd love to hear if you will. I, I don't think this is Frank's fault. Like, this is silly that we're doing this exercise. Right, but remember, this is what we talked about just the other day. When LeBron got sent home and the Lakers were down by nine at halftime, and they came out and they performed the third quarter. Uh-oh. Wait, actually- Cap, you got to reset. Yeah, why is that? You're uh, you're sounding like a like an Autobot. Oh, really? Or maybe a Decepticon. I don't know. Really? Or two D two? Definitely a Transformer. Yeah. So perhaps you need to reset. Um. So we'll get to back to Cap in a second. But I, I really do think it's really ridiculous that we're doing this. Thing. It's just such a lazy exercise to like blame the coach when the big. No matter what the sport is, okay. Whoever constructed the roster. Whoever had input on constructing the roster generally is the person you should be blaming the most because they have they are way more impactful on wins and losses than the coach. I know that's hard to believe, right? I know because you've been trained all these years in your sports fandom to believe that, you know, the coach is the reason you win or lose. But think about it logically, okay? If you have good players, and that's the general manager's job, or players that fit, then that generally tends to work better. I mean, it's not really that hard. So, but man, it's uh, it's it's starting like this stuff is swirling around Frank, which is kind of why I want. I almost want Cap to win this bet because I I just would like for Frank to get through this stretch because it, it's just not fair. Like I personally, I just don't think it's very fair that he's taking all this heat all of a sudden. So, um, speaking of heat, the Rams are taking heat. And deservedly so, but I do think that we are also super exaggerated on this Rams team. They lost to three good teams, okay? Like, I can make the case that they probably shouldn't have won any of those games. Granted, Tennessee didn't have Derrick Henry, but it was their first game without Derrick Henry, so it's easy to look past them. And then the Niners, let's face it, they always lose to the Niners. The Niners own them. I know Rams fans don't want to hear that, but again, if we're being logical, which is generally not what the sports fan does, we're seeing this, that this is the reality of it. Also, the Packers are also better than them right now. 
They've got Aaron Rodgers. Their defense has been fantastic. Do you know that the that the Packers have the best defense in the sport against wide receivers? Like it's not even close. Like they are number one. Their defense is number one at targets towards wide receivers, which is clearly what the Rams want to do. So now it doesn't mean that the Sean McVay and Matt Stafford and all these guys can't go back to the drawing board and reassess where they're at. But it is absolutely something that is correctable. Like, I just think everyone's hitting the panic button way too soon on this. I agree. Uh, I think there is a big panic button being hit right now, and I think a lot of it is mostly because you've added top-notch quality, statistical, historical players. I mean, we all know what Odell Beckham has been in his career, and we all know what Vaughn Miller has been in his career. And you've added those two guys, and it's not just that they've lost three games since they added Vaughn Miller, and he's only played in two of them. It's just that we haven't really seen them make any major impact um, Odell had the long touchdown reception, which you know didn't result in a win. And Von Miller had one tackle for a loss, and then he had a helmet-to-helmet penalty. So it kind of, kind of took away from the one good play that he's made. So we got to see Von Miller make an impact because that's why they went out and got him. We got to see Odell Beckham, who I'm concerned, George. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm very worried about his health. The way he was limping around in Green Bay, I am very worried about. Well, Odell and Odell Beckham health. too, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham and Von Miller, both guys well, looked a little, bing, a little dinged up. Yeah, so listen, this Jaguars game, this is supposed to be an easy win, but that's what the Rams have done all year. They've beaten teams that are not good, that they're supposed to beat, and they've lost to teams that have winning records, and that should have Rams fans concerned because here's my biggest thing, George. If they don't have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which very frankly, between Arizona and Green Bay, it doesn't look like they're going to, if they can't run the football, particularly in cold weather, they're toast. That's the way I see it. You have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to control the clock. You've got to be able to have a very uh, a good amount of time of possession to keep your defense off the field and give them a chance to recover. And if they can't do that, they won't be able to win a cold weather outdoor game. Yeah, no, that you're. I mean, listen, I, those are things that are are going to be challenging for them. They got a running back that you know is is not a bell cow per se, and also a little dinged up. And they don't have Cam Akers, who was supposed to be that guy, that get those tough yards for them. So, yeah, uh, but we'll see. Kirk Morrison, who said yesterday, I thought Kirk Morrison made a really good point yesterday. I've seen this happen a million times. When you're considered an offensive genius and you get yourself a quarterback that you think is a guy that you can really trust, you get all frisky. of a sudden, you, yeah. well, that and you just you, you, you abandon the run because you think you're going to throw on every down because you think you got the right quarterback. you got to get back to what made the Rams successful. On offense. All right. Coming up next, we've got our picks against the spread for this week. We normally do that, you know, much later in the show, but we're off today at 530, and we'll get to the bottom of this uh, Santa Slee uh, issue uh, when Sliwa comes on around uh, before 530. So we got that next. Coming up in just a moment. Stick around. That's uh, about three minutes away. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What do you think, Cap? 
I'm just about sure I was on Radio Row in Miami a couple of years ago, and I was like, yo, who that guy? And they were like, that's that little Nas X dude, because he was dressed like a cowboy walking around Radio Row. I know this song. I was going to say, this was like the most popular song of 2019, and if you didn't hear it, mm-hmm. you would have lived under a rock. True. That's probably true, but I think Alex Toussaint has played this during a 45-minute hip-hop ride on Peloton. Thank you. Yeah, it wasn't Club Bangers. This was a 45-minute hip-hop It's not ride. really a Club Banger, you know. Right, he defines the difference between a Club Bangers ride and a hip-hop ride. Hip-hop ride is just all his favorite songs. Club Bangers ride is he actually describes it for you. Yo, this first song, you're in the line, you're in the club, you get in, you go to your bar, you get a drink, you're hanging with your people. Oh, put your drink down, hit the dance floor. I mean, he, he actually walks you through your evening at the club, you know? So that's the difference between a Club Bangers ride and just a regular old hip-hop ride. Feel me? I feel you. We got to get Alex Toussaint on the show for two reasons. One, because I'm obsessed with this young brother. And two, because George, he is a huge Miami Heat fan. You'll have a lot to talk to him about since you don't Peloton with him. Got to get him on the show. <laughs> Linz, will you help me? Yeah, I mean, I just, no, I just, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we just can't sell the, yeah, we, we can't Kaplan's tell. obsessed with the part yeah. of that. <laughs> sure you can. No, we can't. Yeah, you can. We don't want to come you know, off as like stalkerish. You know? Exactly. I know, but he, you know, you know who else came off as stalkerish re- recently was Scott Van Pelt, because Scott Van Pelt had Alex Toussaint on his podcast and he talked about him on Sports Center, and I think that uh, Scott Van Pelt has as much of a man crush on Alex Toussaint as I do. So it's okay. You think? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. It's okay. I think George, what do you think? Is that all right? All right. Mm. I mean, whatever, dude. If you want to bring him on, we'll bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it. Or let's, let's play go. picks against Let's the talk Old Town Road. Let's talk whatever he wants. Let's talk, uh, I, I, you know, because are you doing this basically as you want him to, like, shout you out, like, when you're doing those rides? The problem with him shouting me out is, is that he does everything on East Coast time. So if he says, hey, tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., that would be 3 a.m. out here. And I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to do his ride. So I do everything on demand. I don't do any of them live, so I don't get any shout outs. Hmm. Which I would love. I would love a shout out. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we get the picks against the spread real quick. How about we do yeah, that? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So let's take a quick look. We've got uh, Bengals Chargers in Cincinnati. The Bengals are three point favorites. Cap. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going right. to defer to you on this one. Thank you. I know what? that you and the Chargers have history. We do. They just came off an embarrassing loss. Who do you like? And what will you listen? By the way, for those that don't know, how we play the game. We do this picks against the spread. It's five games. Uh, we not only do do we do our picks, but we assign a power confidence vote to it. Basically, between the game we're most confident in against the spread or picking against the spread, we assign a five. The game we're least confident in in picking against the spread, we give it a one, and so on and so forth. In between, you can only use each number once. So, what do you got? I got the Bengals to cover the three point spread. To win the game, obviously. And I'm going to assign it a five. Um, I just don't see the Chargers the way they've been playing recently. I don't see them going cross-country, walking into Cincinnati and beating this Bengals team. I know a lot of people still think, oh, they're just the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, they're a new and improved version of the Cincinnati Bengals. They got a really good quarterback. They got some really nice wide receivers. They're decent on defense. They've won some big games this year. 
People are taking Cincinnati seriously. I know I am. I've got the Bengals to win the game. Chargers lose. Bengals cover. It's a five for me, George. All right, this that was very long. We have very little time here. That is uh that that is the this is the classic overreaction game. Overreacting to the Bengals and their big win last week. Overreacting to the embarrassing loss from the Chargers. I'm gonna go the complete opposite of you. I'm gonna say the Chargers plus the three. And that's my five. How about them apples, Kaplan? I like that very much. I like it a lot. This is good because there's a big score available for both of us. One of us wins, one of us loses. It's going to determine who wins this week. Go ahead. Keep going. Lindsay's got to go next, actually. Um, I'm going to pick the Bengals, and I'll make that my three because I think the Bengals are the real deal. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Next, we got Rams and Jags here at SoFi. Rams are 13-point favorites, Cap. Taking the Jaguars to cover. That's it. Um, listen, I think the Rams will win. But what's the number? Number four. I've oh. got them as I've got. I'm very confident. Listen, I think it's. I think Rams win, but not by thirteen. Okay. What do you think? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take the Rams, but I'm not super duper confident of it. I'm just gonna make that my three. Okay. Um, I'm also going to pick the Jags like Cap did, but I'm not super confident in that because I think the Rams will win just not by 13. I'm going to make that my two. Okay. There you go. Um, Raiders, one-point favorite at home against the Washington football team. What do you got, Cap? I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders. If I'm Derek Carr, here's my sell. Hey, 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 this team that we're playing this week, they're the reason we don't have our coach anymore. All right? We got to win this game. Raiders win. It's my three. Uh, I'm going to take the Washington football team, and that is, uh, see, this is the tough part for me, is, like, I don't, the rest of these games are really hard, in my opinion, so, like, I'm trying to think, like, where we should go, like, how I should assign it, because the number is actually as difficult as anything, I think, like, this is the tough part. I'm going to make it my four, how about that? Washington football team wins in Vegas, upset city, that's my four. All right, I'm going to go Washington football team, and I'm also going to make it my four because, yeah, trying to get some points here. I'm riding with the Raiders. All right, Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Broncos in KC. I'm going to take the Chiefs, and that's my one, just because I think they'll win, but I think it'll be a little tighter. I'm going to take the Broncos. You talk about classic overreaction. The Broncos last week looked so good against the Chargers. I think the Chiefs are back. I just don't think they're nine and a half points better. So I'm going to take the Broncos to cover, and it's my two. All right. I'm going to go Chiefs and make it my one. Uh, Okay. Bills, two and a half point favorites against the Patriots on Monday Night Football in Buffalo. I'm going to take the Bills, and that's my two. I'm going to take the Patriots. I've been riding with the Patriots. I know their schedule's weak, but they've been putting together wins. The Patriots season will be defined in the next four weeks, but the same goes for the Bills. I think the Patriots win the game, and that is my one. Okay, I, that um, is. I'm going to oh, take sorry, the. I'm, I mean, I don't have to pick. It's okay. No, no, go, go. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'm take taking the Patriots, five. and it's my five because I think they're probably going to end up going to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that's a bold prediction right there. All right, that is our picks against the spread segment. Uh, coming up next. Uh Uh-oh, the Sedano sigh. There's a lot of talk about fear when it comes to the Lakers. We'll tell you what that's about in just a second. But first, speaking of basketball, 
If you want a pair of sweet tickets to the Chosen One Invitational at Staples Center tomorrow night featuring four Nike Elite High School basketball programs, Sierra Canyon will be out there uh, with Amari Bailey, who's going to UCLA. He's the number four kid in the recruiting uh, rankings basically going to UCLA. There's Kajani Wright uh, also from Sierra Canyon who's going to USC. He's a top 40 kid. And of course, Bronny James. They're taking out St. Vincent, St. Mary from Akron, Ohio, LeBron's old high school. Christ the King from New York in Queens where Lamar Odom and Sue Bird went to school are taking on Fairfax here from LA. Uh, so if you want to watch that in the suite, in the ESPN LA suite, Call right now, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Caller 5 wins a pair of sweet tickets to the Chosen One Invitational at Staples Center tomorrow night. And if you can't get there and you can't win, you can watch it on TV. I'll be uh, broadcasting it on ESPN Plus for the Fairfax game and ESPN 2 for the Sierra Canyon game. So make sure you check it out on TV as well. All right, quick break. Lots of fear revolving around the Lakers. We'll explain what that's all about in just a moment. Stick around. We're back in two minutes.